right for Eichel. He shoots and scores! Off the bar it is! Tie game! Jack Eichel, power play goal! Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Stone sets up Eichel across the line. Left wing Barbashev. Stone in front shot. Score on the rebound! First try got stopped, second time gets through. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in, Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Home of the... Hey, we got a lot to get to today with the win yesterday by the Vegas Golden Knights and then the announcement uh, this afternoon that Jack Eichel has had surgery. No timetable uh, right now on that recovery. I'm hopeful that it's not the uh, the rest of the season, but uh, usually when stuff like that comes out, uh, there's some kind of, if it's going to be really, really long term, you'll know that. So I'm leaning into what I didn't read as uh, as a grasping the uh, optimism uh bat right now so i'm uh, going with that so we'll we'll get into that area and we'll discuss a lot of that uh, with your phone call 702-876-1340 text us as well we're going to push the open phone lines back to the second segment because ryan and i and chapman want to dive into that but before we do that uh, i'm going to do something that uh, john shannon would really get mad at me about i'm going to separate uh, the big news from some fun news for you and uh, and we're going to enjoy a little bit of a journey right now and go down the uh, Chapman Road of Chaos. And we all like the Chapman Road of Chaos, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love so, it. So, uh, Chapman, when we last talked, uh, you had introduced yourself or you were talking with the GAs, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes. And you didn't know their name. Yes. Uh, but you were. I talked you into introducing yourself. Yes, to, actually, I think I, I think I knew the name. I just wasn't one hundred percent positive. You 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 uh, knew Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so how did it go with your introduction to Rebecca? Well, considering her name is Rachel and not Rebecca, so not very well. Yeah. Not, well, but so I, did you walk up and say, "Hi, I'm Chris Chapman. Nice to meet you," and let her correct uh, you without putting her on the spot, or did you walk right up to her and say, "Hey, Becca"? What's going on? <laughs> no, actually, she saw me, and she came up to me with a huge smile on her face and said, oh, I heard you didn't know my name. And uh, I said, no, hmm. no, I didn't. I thought it was Rebecca. She showed me her name card. She goes, nope, it's Rachel. I said, okay. Rachel. Rachel, yes. Wow. So you were wrong on, like, multiple levels. One, you didn't introduce yourself properly. And yes. two, hmm. you thought her name was another. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Rebecca. But, I, you know, I, I, we, we, we talked a little bit. I learned a little bit about her, so it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah she's well, a very nice I, I girl. I think starting with a name is, is a pretty good beginning, and yes, then you yes. can kind of build on top of that. Yes, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel better now knowing that I do know her name, so. Well, good. Well, that's good. I yeah, just it's wanted, important. I, I wanted to get through that and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and make sure that we were able, because uh, Rebecca slash Rachel is in the studio with me at Studio 31 right now. And I just felt like we owed her uh, her moment uh, in the uh, marvelous airwaves of, uh, of Fox Sports Las Vegas to be uh, acknowledged by the proper and legal name. 
Yes, Rachel. Hmm. Rachel, not okay. Rebecca. You you will never Re- forget Rebecca's that. Rebecca's a nice name, though. Oh but, no, but, Rebecca is a nice yeah. name, but it's just the, the only issue. The only issue. It's just with not it, her name. Yeah, it's, it's just, just not, not her name. name. Yeah. That, that, that's absolutely right. And I want to acknowledge too that uh, that Garrett. Oh, her sister's name's Rebecca. So oh, that, that has nothing to do with no, you being it close, though. No, no. I, no. Uh, uh, India and Garrett are also in Studio Thirty One, uh, enjoying the program right now. So we have a studio audience, and we have uh, a couple of people that have. Joined the the Vegas Golden Knights for a week, uh, doing some job shadowing, uh, just watching us, uh, getting some experience from uh, from the other side of the pond. And Alex and Chloe are, are here. And uh, Alex is uh, from Poland, but uh, lives in Great Britain. And Chloe is from Canada, but uh, lives in Great Britain. I don't I don't know why everybody's leaving everywhere else to go to Great Britain, but it seems like a, a nice place, obviously, great. right now. So we've got uh, we've got this marvelous studio audience that uh, that they they are listening to their first ever VGK in show right now and they can't be more positive with this well that's good because it started off incredibly well yeah i think so put your mic down uh alex here's here's alex uh with us just move the microphone a little bit closer oh you're not you're waving me off (laughs) hello you you wanted wanted a little bit of time before you said hello to me yeah so how's it going? How's how's Las Vegas? Has Las Vegas measured up to all your hopes and dreams? Just slide the microphone a little bit closer to you. There, there you go. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. We've learned so much already, and it's only the second day, well, halfway. So I'm excited to see what else the rest of the week brings. What's the one thing coming from Great Britain that everybody said you got to do? when you get to Vegas, or we're asking you about when you were coming to Vegas? I'm unfortunately not old enough to do the things. Mm. <laughs> Being completely honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but obviously the main thing coming here was to obviously enjoy my time with the, with the club and um, get as much experience and as much knowledge as I can and bring that back into English and European sports. So football is the major sport over there. Correct, you and yeah. you and Chapman bonded uh, right before we went on the air over your Liverpool uh, love. Uh, we, we like Bournemouth over here. Uh, around the VGK, you'll learn that. Uh, Bournemouth is the team. You, you can just shelve the, the Liverpool love. Uh, but what, what similarities or what differences do you anticipate from the sports uh, world between football and hockey? Um, I think the major thing just between European sports and American, whether that's ice hockey, baseball, uh, basketball, is the fan engagement. It's so much better over here. Obviously, over in America, you pay for the experience, whereas in England, you kind of come, the turnstiles open an hour and a half before a fixture, you go onto the concourse, uh, grab some food, maybe a drink, which you're then not allowed to bring onto the, into the stands. Um, at half time, you do the same, and after the game, you're all rushed out. The concourse then closes after half time, and that's kind of you pay for the product over in the UK and Europe, whereas here, obviously, you get so much more from it. Whether that's like over here at this club, um, the like the pre-game show. Yep. Um, all you of you guys saw that last night yes, for the first time. Yeah. Uh, that was just. I was. That was amazing. Um, hmm. Don't think there's anything else that can describe yeah, it. Yeah, take that, Liverpool. You're not getting the dragon slaying on, <laughs> on your pitch. No, no they no. only slay Barcelona when they come <laughs> to Anfield, so um, I'm okay with that. No, exactly. Um, I think the closest experience to yesterday's pre-game show and what Liverpool tend to put on is you'll never walk alone. So we have our own club anthem that is sang 
before every home game and then yeah. usually away game as well if we don't get obviously shushed by the 90% of the rest of the stadium. Um, so that's probably as much as a fan experience you get. Whereas, um, see over here, it's so much more. You come here, you spend family time. Obviously, the sports are last long, a lot longer as well. So I guess clubs have to f facilitate that. Whereas in England, you go, you watch a 90-minute game, then you rushed out. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the pregame people come and it's a show, and the intermissions uh, you're just uh, still involved, but you get to walk around and, and enjoy a little bit more uh, than than what would be a uh, English football league match. Yeah. So how kind of the stadiums work over in Europe and in the UK is you have turnstiles. So when you buy a ticket, um, so you still have turnstiles. Yeah, we still have turnstiles. Um, oh, that's fine. On your ticket, you'll have your turnstile, so it's usually a letter and a number, and that's the only, there's usually about between two and four turnstiles you can enter to get to your sector of the stadium and your seat. Uh, they won't let you through any other turnstiles. Really? Yeah. So, for instance, if I'm sat at the main stand, sector L6, mm -hmm. I can only then enter within the four turnstiles over in that uh, region of the stadium. And you can't take uh, food or no, beverages from the concourse to your seats? No, nothing like that. No food? No. I thought it was just beer. I, think, I thought I think it was just you beer. you bring on like popcorn and stuff like that, just okay. nothing that can cause harm to the players by being thrown onto the pitch. Right. That's like, the major health oh. and safety issue. Yeah, who wants to throw a hot dog onto the pitch? You'd, you'd be surprised. You get... Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, right. does, it, does it happen often? Goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, this, so for instance, I was telling everybody here the other day that I went to watch the charity game. It was Liverpool Legends against AC uh, Celtic Legends. Last year in March, they always host charity games at Anfield year in, year out. And it goes That's like an alumni game? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then it all goes towards the foundations of both teams that do a lot of community work and all the funds obviously are split equally between them. And Steven Gerrard, our captain, who retired in 2015, he was actually... He had a penalty that was shooting against their fans, and he scored. And seeming as though this is a charity game, he had everything under the sun thrown at him, from coins, from anything they managed to smuggle into the stands in the pockets. <laughs> no way. Um, yeah, it's. Crazy. And this is a fun game. Yeah, this is a. Bear in mind, this is a charity game. You're raising money towards a good cause. So he raised money by by people throwing money at him. Yeah, I essentially. Guess. Well, yeah. 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 Wow. Good for him. And, and, and the beer sales stop at halftime? Yeah, pretty sure because obviously they want to promote people being in the stadiums during the game and not drinking on the concourse and oh. possibly then causing any fights or disturbances during the fixture. Hmm. This is uh, an education for us. And you call it a fixture. Well, and a, that's a, a, that's a, a that's a game. Hey, yeah. I, I told you I did uh, I have some, some experience with the Brits uh, in doing some some sports coverage, and it's a totally different language. No, fixture. I, have you ever heard the term shutout? No, I haven't actually. See, that was my thing. I was calling it a shutout in water polo uh, in uh, 2020, and they were like, "What is that?" I said, "Well, it's you don't allow any goals." Oh right. And they said, "Oh, it's a clean sheet." I said, "Yeah, yeah, a clean sheet." And they said, "Why don't you just call it a clean sheet?" And I'm like, "Because I'm calling it a shutout." <laughs> Because that's what it is. Yeah, clean sheet is uh, very well known over in the UK. Uh, so you're here for you guys are here for a week. Yeah, so our last day is last working day is Saturday. Nice. So three games. Three games in total. Yeah. Good for you. And uh, around the what are you, you going to get to do uh, from a, I guess a work perspective, an education perspective, and hopefully you get to see some of the strip and have some fun <laughs> uh, around there. But what are you going to do from a from an education? So. 
Do you mean as in me personally or throughout this week? You guys, uh, Chloe and, uh, and, and Alex, so you guys are here uh, as an exchange. Uh, you're with uh, Garrett and India and Rachel and Bryn. So what are you hoping to be able to do? Um, I mean, for me, I've already got to see quite a lot of the fan engagement. And actually, uh, Thursday's game was shadowing the in uh, the in-game entertainment team, which oh, good. is major. Yeah. Um, and like I said before, I'd love to kind of bring back those fan experiences to, to European sports to make it more than just a game. You're watching your team win, hopefully not lose. Um, so, yeah, that's a big one. A lot of things have been new, so like the digital marketing. Kind of yesterday I had the privilege of shadowing India of the kind of stuff she does during a fixture. Mm. Sorry, a match. Um so, yeah, there's just so much to learn and then so much to find out and obviously soak in and, well, we're both young. We're still trying to find out what we want to do in the future. Both of our interests lie within sports, so hopefully this can help narrow down our future prospects. We only got uh, one headset, so I, I, I'm sorry, uh, Chloe, that uh, we're not uh, talking. I don't know how to get that microphone on is basically what I'm saying. I know you're listening, but I, I don't know how to get that microphone on. Uh, how, how did you guys get to, to do this, to come about to, to Vegas and be part of the Golden Knights for a week? So throughout our university, um, we have a website called Job Teaser, which hmm. helps target university students with any sport and opportunities, whether that's in media marketing, um, ticketing, coaching, just anything and everything. Um, we have the university is partnered with a lots of different uh, organisations. So kind of throughout that, we all students would have got an email. And for those that obviously check regularly for the various events the university hosts or in partnership with, as well as the job opportunities, internship placements, and all of that, um, we both had the privilege of applying, and here we are. Did you guys know each other before that? No. Wow, that's awesome. So I go to the Manchester campus up north, and Chloe attends the down south London campus, so two different ends of the country as well. Is one, does one think that it's better than the other? Like Man, Man City? Oh, London? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, I would Think argue all. that it's not up north, but each to their own. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, once. There's going to be a rivalry there. For yeah, sure. Well, we know that uh, in, in football. Well, enjoy yourself. Uh, really Thank appreciate you it. Uh, thanks for... We didn't tell you you were going to be on here. No. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. you were going to come on here. To be quite honest, that's not why uh, we brought you in here. We just wanted to to gain a little bit more experience and watch what we do in Studio Thirty One. Uh, but I thought, well, heck, you guys are here. Might as well talk about it and and hear a, a nice, uh, beautiful accent uh, on our air. And my imposter accent. <laughs> yes. So, so what, uh, you're from Poland originally. Correct. Yeah. Uh, how long have you lived in Great Britain? 18 years. 18 years. So you mm. think you still have some Polish uh, dialect in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, definitely, yeah. Apologize. Uh, I don't I don't hear it. I, it's no. it's uh, uh, covered up by the British stuff. <laughs> I, I, India's uh, giggling over there. I don't know why she's giggling. But uh, but thank you. Have you guys met the dog yet? Uh, no, Maverick. I haven't. We actually haven't. Maverick. Uh, definitely on the to-do list. Yes. Uh, like Mark Stone has <laughs> has a, a, a rival now within within the organization. He scored the hat trick. You guys got to see a hat trick last night. Yeah, we did. That, now, would, what, if somebody scores three goals in a in a soccer match, do the people throw the hats on the on the no. turf? No, they don't. I think the closest where we can come to that is um, I think it's Germany, where mm. before Christmas. They're allowed to bring teddies with them into the stands, and I think uh, it's at half time. They oh. throw them on, and it all gets um, donated towards um, 
essentially an organization that gifts presents to less fortunate children right. and families. Henderson Silver Knights, the American Hockey League yeah. affiliate uh, here yeah. in Vegas, uh, did the same thing a couple of weeks ago. So I love that idea. Yeah. Well, you take back the hat tricks for the uh, the hats for the uh, the premiership if you can. Yeah, I'll not try. that not that you in Liverpool are gonna have to worry about it for a while. I mean, we are top of the table, so um, yeah. Come on, point. man. What are you doing? Halfway point, but we're coming. <laughs> we're 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 coming along. Uh, thank so, you. So, who do you support? Uh, Bournemouth. Oh yeah. Because because our boss owns it, and yeah, uh, that 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 is in the spirit of paying my mortgage. That's the and and oh, wow. I also I'll I also raise the honesty. Yes, yes. Thank you, and I love the uh, just uh, beautiful, unique uh, intricacies of that stadium. Uh, it's so tiny and small, and yeah, but it is a nice stadium. To be yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they they've were, got a good fan base as well. If I'm being honest, they're going, they're going to be. I hope you're honest. You're not lying oh, to me yeah, this yeah. whole time. I mean, if it was Manchester United <laughs> or Everton, I'd oh. be extremely honest. I hate to have, but Bournemouth. No, uh, the Cherries are a very good team, and uh, I do wish them all the success. I watch uh, every weekend. Uh, thank you very much. No, thank you very much for having me. There's Alex and uh, Chloe uh, here in Studio 31. Uh, awesome stuff, uh, hanging out. Uh, they're on an exchange uh, talking about uh, sports and their uh, aspirations for their careers. And Rebecca's also in, in the studio, and she was shaking her head at Chapman telling his mm. version of the events. Really? Yeah. Is that she, not how it went? No, no. Apparently, apparently he called her Rebecca first. Mm. And she said, nice to meet you, but that's not my name. So mm-hmm. so the idea that he just went up there and was nonchalant about it and, and discovered that her name was Rebecca, uh, Rachel was, was not true. Uh, he called her the wrong name to start. And that is backed up by the fact that he's not talking right now. That's well, true. I was just going to let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> when, when have you ever done that? When have any of us ever let that happen? <laughs> Listen, Rachel, Rebecca, they, they, they both start with R's. You know? Yeah, you're in the ballpark there, Chad. Yeah, in mean, the ballpark. Hey, I, I know she's from Pennsylvania, so we've we've got that down. Yes, Westchester, right? Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. family that used to live in uh, Westchester, so that's all okay, I, so, the only uh, reason I remember. Thank you guys for uh, for that opportunity. I love hearing the story from uh, stories from young people who are making their way in this world and uh, how you go about doing that. And this is an experience uh, through the Vegas Golden Knights in this exchange uh, for a week uh, that the, these two uh, young women uh, are going to have their eyes open to the uh, world of American sports. And you can hear already the differences between how a premiership uh, match uh, fixture mm-hmm. uh, is, is operated and that of a National Hockey League game. And they saw a pretty good one uh, last night with the big hat-trick performance by uh, Mark Stone, but that is also uh, overshadowed somewhat today by the word that Jack Eichel has had surgery. And we we don't know, again, the timetable for mm-hmm. his, his absence, uh, unless you guys are aware of uh, something. Uh, well, it, well, he's he's listed now as week to week, right? right? So that that was the the only update. But as as we've kind of talked about over the course of years now, um, those timetables can be kind of fuzzy until you've get you've got something concrete. So I, I'm 
when I read something like the release that came out uh, mm-hmm. today from uh, Garrett and Nate in India, uh, who are part of the communications, are the communications team from the Vegas Golden Knights in conjunction with, uh, obviously, the uh, information that uh, is facilitated to them, a funnel to them uh, through hockey operations. Uh, what I didn't see was... Um, is going to rehab and uh, will be back in time for the start of next year. That's that's sort of when you hear surgery sure. and you're and you're looking at that and you're that's the first thing I look at and then then I back time it. Okay, is it uh, month to month? Uh, does that mean you're out until uh, late in the season? Are you back in time in in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Uh, well, I didn't see that either. So now I'm I'm backing up uh, the slide a, a little bit further and you get to week to week. Well, week to week. Uh, is great news considering we've got multiple months left in the uh, National Hockey League regular season. We're just past the halfway point, so there's optimism. It may be uh, weeks, obviously, uh, in week to week, but there's a strong indication, while not said in this release, uh, that we will see Jack Eichel again in this regular season is, is how I interpret it. Uh, are you guys with me on that, or do you have... A different take, and it's so. I, I open it up to you because there is your own interpretation and in how you you read this. Yeah, I I think that you know, I'm not too far off from where your interpretation is of it, right? Because you don't see Jack Eichel will miss the remainder of the regular season, like it. And there have been you know times before where you're you're pretty. You know, you look at Mark Stone, right? When when Mark Stone went down last season around this time, it was pretty clear that, that Mark was going to be out for the remainder of the regular season, and that was pretty pretty clearly communicated. So considering the fact that we don't have that right now with Jack Eichel, I think it leads you to believe that at some point between now and the end of the regular season, the expectation is that Jack Eichel will be back in the fold for the Golden Knights. And because that's kind of what, you know, precedent was last year and where we're at now this year, um, I I feel like that's a pretty safe assumption to, to believe that he'll be able to get back before the end of the regular season. How does this affect the Vegas Golden Knights? Uh, who has to step up? Uh, what should they be looking at uh, uh, as far as filling a void or replacing uh, Jack Eichel? Uh, those are all questions that we ask you. So give us a call at 702-876-1340 or the text line. We'll take a break now and come back with your thoughts, uh, your uh advice uh, your reactions uh, to the situation and uh, and we look forward to our interactions with you on the vgk insider show on fox sports las vegas on the air on the vgk insider show from studio 31 fox sports las vegas uh, ryan wallace darren millard and chris chapman uh, we invited you as we do every uh, first show of the week uh, to call in to text us and uh, give us uh, your thoughts about uh, what's happened over the last week and uh, some eventful uh, news coming out today uh, and uh, some uh, disappointing news that Jack Eichel is going to be out of the lineup for the next little bit after having a surgery on his lower body injury uh, on the heels of the victory last night uh, for Vegas as they rebounded in uh, quite a comfortable fashion and played really well against the Nashville Predators. So uh, we'll, let's go to the phone lines and start it off, and then we'll get to the text line as well. 702-876-1340. It's yours. Uh, we will uh, gladly... Uh, stretch this out uh, as we get uh, some um, a reaction from the fan base to some great product on the ice and then the disappointing news uh, for Jack Eichel. Let's start with Mike on line number three on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Mike. 
Hi, guys. Uh, sobering news, to say the least. Not surprising news by any means. Uh, first question I have was, do you think a broken skate happened, or was that just a product of what they conjectured in the beginning? I think the broken skate was just a byproduct of that hit. Uh, huh. I don't think that the injury happened after the broken skate, if, if that's what you're leaning no uh, i, I or, didn't or asking think about. that so, he uh, wrenched an ankle after he broke the skate i just i think the broken skate what i was wondering is if it happened at all and yes it did or no it didn't uh i didn't see him take any type of uh blow uh after that but so if you're just looking at it from uh an opportunity to get hurt that that would kind of point towards it uh, because he was gone longer than what a, a skate repair would uh, would necessarily take. Do you think it's a bad idea? Because he and Mark Stone did the same thing. Do you think it's, a, and, and you can't tell an athlete to do anything but what, what these guys do. Do you think it's a bad idea for them to gut it up and try to get back in the game when there could be bigger issues? Yeah, I will say this. Uh, no athlete is going back out if they can hurt themselves more. So uh, that uh, if the medical staff is uh, has all the information uh, available or the athlete uh, is, is feeling something, they're not going to put themselves in danger, the medical staff to the player or the player uh, putting themselves uh, in any in any danger. So uh, I, I don't know the exact uh, process that went down with that injury, but uh, I don't think it was uh, a, a re re-injuring or injuring further because he wanted to come back and, and finish that hockey game. If he was uh, in a situation where he was hurt and couldn't play, uh, then uh, then you probably wouldn't have saw him the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he's a warrior. So is Stoney. We pray for his safety, obviously. Uh, the other thing, and this is an observation and then a question before I let you go, uh, the observation is Kelly McCrimmon has never taken a big swing due to injuries. He's taken a lot of big swings. He's gotten a lot of big name, expensive players, but never in reaction to injuries. So maybe that'll be some speculation uh, coming up very soon. The other question I'll leave you with is what does Bruce Cassidy, and more importantly, what do people like Rick Tockett say to their teams when they play the Knights? Uh, What do you mean? Well, what I mean is, does a guy like Rick Tockett or anybody else who coaches an NHL team say to their players, this is the time to get them. We got oh. them where we want them. Well, I, mm-hmm. I think it's it's obvious that the, the Vegas Golden Knights with Theodore Carlson, Hutton, Eichel, Carrier, Bjornfoot, <laughs> Patera, Hill, Mirmanov, uh, no. not not available, yeah. that uh, that you've got a more vulnerable hockey club. So I think that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe may, may stated like uh, they're down a few guys, uh, let, let's get at them. But I don't think there's anything uh, malicious or uh, overstated with that, uh, that it's it's more on the obvious side. And to be fair, I, I feel like there there's probably a, a large portion of that message to, to 
teams coming in to play this Golden Knights team to, to say that even though they are missing those players, you cannot take this game lightly. You still have to treat the Vegas Golden Knights as if they are, and they are, defending Stanley Cup champions. So just because Eichel and Carlson and Carrier and Theodore and Hutton down and down and on and on and on, just because they're out of the lineup doesn't mean you have to. You should take them lightly or, or, or not take that game seriously. You've you got to give them your best every single time. Okay. Well, the most important question when I let you go is, will Goldie and and Maverick get along together? I have (laughs) no doubt that that's going to be the case because I just uh, had my first interaction with Maverick uh, about 45 minutes before showtime. I was out in the Mm. uh, the back parking lot. Uh, Maverick was uh, already wonderfully uh, down the road of being uh, house trained and uh, was uh, was doing his thing and uh, Joel Ward and I were out back uh, playing with the Maverick and we had a great old time and he seems to have a wonderful uh, personality and I uh, want to say hello to Chloe and uh, Alex who are driving back uh, to their uh, areas that uh, they're staying so uh, uh, thank you for joining us on the program Alex uh, from uh, Britain and uh, Please, India is driving. Uh, be careful. Two hands on the meal, uh, wheel. Uh, seven and uh, and ten o'clock. Let's let's go like an odd structure of hands on that wheel, but let's keep it between the lines. Uh, thank you very much. So let's go to Stephanie on line one on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hello, Stephanie. Personality. Just need to turn your radio down a little bit. I know that uh, you can't hear all the time uh, when when you're on hold, so I apologize for that. But uh, hello, Stephanie. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Good. So, um, yeah, it super sucks that Eichel's going to miss some time. Um, it is like a little uh, hope. I don't know what the right word is. I can't think of it. But, like, it's, it's better than it could have been, um, saying that he was listed as week to week and not anything like season ending. That would have been a little bit scarier. Um, yeah. Uh, not, you know, you know it, was, it was tempered by, by uh, Maverick and his, his announcement with his name, and he was ultra cute. Um, also, they, they didn't quite uh, make it super clear on their tweet about the VGK9 Pup Club. Um, you can sign up if you have other pets, too. Like, it lets you sign up and say that I ha- like I signed up my two cats. But you nice. can sign up if you have an iguana or you have a chinchilla. Like, you can you can sign up any pet. So that was <laughs> – I was a little sad at first because I was like, oh, no, I, I don't have a dog, but I want to be part of this because I love animals. Stephanie, I have three dogs, pet. two cats, and a guinea pig. If anybody needs a pet and they don't have one, I'll, I'll let you use one of mine. Take, take Do you involved. have any goats? Uh, can no you goats. sign up goats, Stephanie? Like you get to type in, oh, like I, I typed in cat, C-A-T, right? I didn't have a drop down that I selected it. So I'm sure you yeah. can sign up the goat. Oh, boy. It is limited to three, though, so you might have to uh, pick favorites. <laughs> I think uh, I think dogs, and then you go on down. No, nobody's going to be kept out of the VGK Canine uh, Club. Uh, it's <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, thanks, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Uh, have a great day, and uh, we will yeah. keep our fingers crossed on Jack. There's Stephanie we, uh, on line number two. Yeah. So just checking in right now on the text line, uh, Mike McMahon. Uh, text in, do we have any idea about Wild Bill Carlson? Uh, they can get by if they could get back in the lineup healthy and ready to go, everyone stepping up, no matter what. The healthy guys on the ice now have to all pitch in at tough times. Um, and, and I think Mike kind of brings up a really good point in that, you know, 
we look right now at Jack Eichel and, and you know, trying to replace what what Jack brings to the lineup, not just five on five, but power play penalty kill too. And we kind of forget, I think at times that now the golden Knights are down two of their top four center icemen in Eichel and Carlson. And Carlson was having a resurgent type of offensive season. So um, my read on Carlson, and I don't know really just because I, I, I don't know what the injury was. I know it's lower body, but that's about the extent of it. I think Carlson's probably going to be back before Jack Eichel. I think Carlson will be a, a, a player for the Golden Knights uh, at, at some point here in the in the near future. Again, kind of the week-to-week designation on Carlson. That's been a couple of weeks uh, since that designation was, was put on him. So um, I'm operating just under my own kind of belief or assumption that, that William Carlson will be back for the Golden Knights at some point here in the next four to six weeks. So if that happens, I, I think that you're you're really trying to determine what you do with that slot with Jack out of the lineup. I want to say hello to Jeff Sharples, who's also driving around the Las Vegas Valley, listening in, the former National Hockey League defenseman with the Detroit Red Wings and uh, was a member of the Las Vegas Thunder in the early 90s, was also with me on the TV side. So Jeff's uh, locked into the hockey scene, um, and uh, he's watched a team that, uh, that has to change its not totally change but has to really be more aware on the defensive side Uh, you never want to alter systems uh, Mm -hmm. totally and that's not going to occur with the Vegas Golden Knights but you have seen in the last couple of games and I'll use them an example the last three uh, uh, two of them uh, that you won you didn't didn't trail Uh, one you didn't didn't lead at all and um, being great early or focused and locked in early is uh, very important. They they got outshot yesterday, seven uh, nothing in, in the first half of the first period, but there wasn't a lot there. To be quite honest, it, there, a lot was made out of that, but uh, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of substance there uh, from what. Uh, Logan had to make saves, but he didn't have to stop three breakaways and a two-on-one uh, by mm-hmm. any means. So those outside shots is something that uh, Bruce Cassidy is going to give you. Uh, but being uh, being in that vein of, of being ultra aware uh, of your surroundings defensively is going mm-hmm. to be more counted on now than ever before because if you if you do allow a goal or, or you're down to nothing, it's a lot steeper of an incline to come back and and believing when you're missing uh, the likes of uh, of an Eichel, Carlson, and Carrier, just uh, mm-hmm. to mention those three uh, who have the offensive talent. Yeah, and that trend is, has kind of started for the Golden Knights really since the beginning of the year. And I, I know that you know the Winter Classic is still somewhat sour for a lot of fans, but when you look at the last seven games of December, the Golden Knights gave up four-plus goals in six out of those seven games. They were allowing 4.28 goals against uh, per game. And the first seven games of 2024, so the last seven games the Golden Knights have played, uh, that that stretch has been significantly better. They've only allowed four goals one time in those seven games, um, and they're only allowing 2.42 goals against per game. So the defensive structure has really been kind of rounding into form. Logan Thompson has been rounding into form. And I think for the Golden Knights, understanding what is out of the lineup, the way that they win games is by making sure they are doubling down on their defensive structure, and that should allow them to win and pick up points. 702-876-1340, call or text us, same number, uh, 
let us know what you're thinking uh, regarding the news that Jack Eichel is out. But also you've got the big victory yesterday uh, in mm-hmm. being able to answer back and uh, be able to post a victory against the National Predators uh, who are wrapping up a road trip. And uh, they didn't trail. They get the hat trick from Mark Stone. Uh, that boosts your confidence. So uh, uh, Darren Elliott was the one that mentioned that empty net goal by Jonathan Marcheseau uh, mm-hmm. may not in the end be what you call an empty net goal and just uh, something to add to your stats. Uh, he's a streaky guy. He'd uh, gone a number of games without a goal. That puts him back into the rhythm of celebrating, feeling good about himself. And I, I think that uh, there's there's more there, more substance there. Uh, and we'll wait and see whether or not uh, he can he can add to it. So uh, that's positive. What do you think of the, the new look lines? Chandler Stevenson with Mark Stone. Uh, then you had Nick Waugh skating uh, with Jonathan Marshall. I'll put them in pairs uh, there uh, because I've, I've been really impressed with, with the Waugh unit. Yeah, I, I think... You know, Jonathan Marcheseau continues to get chances, and I, I agree with Darren Elliott in that, you know, maybe it's an insignificant goal in the grand scheme of things, but a six-on-five goal for Jonathan Marcheseau to kind of break the drought when he has been uh, so snake-bit because he's been getting so many chances, I, I think that that really does have an impact on the Golden Knights moving forward. You want to get him going. We know he can be streaky. That goal might have been the one that kind of breaks the dam. Now, that being said, um, I've liked – Barbashev and and Marcheseau and and Wah together. I think that uh, more so in zone, kind of below the below the circles, uh, below the goal line. Nick Wah's doing a lot of good work. They're getting uh, some some quality chances. Again, just kind of been snake bit. Um, and Chandler Stevenson, Mark Stone. You know the chemistry is there, and and now they've got a guy in Pavel Dorofiev who just seems to fit so well with what those two guys want to do. And the more they learn each other's tendencies, uh, the better off I think they're going to be. So. You know, I, I like the top six right now as it's constructed, um, and, and I think it kind of brings out the best of the qualities of the players that you have there that you're going to be relying on to, to kind of get you through offensively with Jack Eichel out of the lineup. How do people get in touch with us? Uh, phone lines and text. 702-876-1340. That's the phone number and the text line. Um you know, I'm going to throw one more text out here. We've got Stephen Huntsman. He said, with the current amount of injuries to the lineup and the reported week-to-week length on a few of them, it wouldn't hurt at this point to go after outside help to not only help get Vegas through this stretch of injuries, but more importantly, have a bolster for the lineup when hopefully it's healthy once again. Um, I I don't know where I stand on this one because, again, I, I feel like if we're getting players back, if, if the Golden Knights are going to be able to get healthy you have to kind of make determinations as to when that might be and whether or not, you know, a, a trade makes sense right now for this team. What say you? Well, it's all in the timeline. You have yeah, to work exactly. around that. And I don't know the timelines, uh, to be uh, fair. So it's it's hard. Last year, you, you knew or were comfortable that uh, there was a large uh, – possibility that Mark Stone was going to play the rest of the regular season. You could fill some of that uh, long-term injury uh, money with another salary. Uh, You don't want to be in a position where you acquire somebody and then you have to trade somebody else out or that player back out uh, because somebody's back ahead of schedule. Uh, That's a difficult situation to be in. But I I will look at this list and going by Theodore, I, I don't see Theodore coming back before the All-Star break. Carlson, yeah. I, like none of these players 
uh, are on the horizon of being back before the All-Star break outside of maybe an Aiden Hill. But I don't know mm-hmm. what, what kind of uh, rehab and skating that he's been close, obviously, a couple of times. One time he came back, yeah. he got uh, hurt in game. Another time he came back and he tweaked something or right before the game and, and wasn't being able wasn't able to go. Uh, I, I does that mean that he's really knocking on the door, or does that mean that uh, that he's going to uh, take it uh, be extra cautionary on that in that regard? But he would be the the only one that I would say, okay, there's there maybe uh, six mm-hmm. games left before the All Star break. Uh, that might be might happen. I would say that the 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 group or majority because Cormier's been up and Dennis Sanko's been up and now Brisson is up. Uh, you've, you've got uh, different uh, looks uh, between Henderson, but uh, but there's basically that group of 23 uh, that are in around the organization available to play right now. That That's probably mm-hmm. the group that you're going to have going into the All-Star break. And then there's an extended. Not only do you have the All-Star break and the bye week, but they they don't only play three games in the couple of weeks uh, coming out of the All Star break. Uh, they have a couple yeah. of significant gaps when they're back in. So uh, it's it's a good stretch to allow some of these players, hopefully, to either return or become very close. Yeah, and and that's really kind of what it boils down to, right? Like I don't know that there's any need or really a a push or a desire right now in in the six games leading up to the bye week and the All Star break. To, to really do anything. I, I think that you've got the, your call-up in Brendan Brisson. You've got uh, the ability to to give some guys some elevated minutes in, in Nick Waugh and see how they handle a little bit more of that uh, of that role and see what you know how that can make them better hockey players, not just now but in the future. And then you know you assess your team when you, you start to get maybe more uh, more clearly defined timelines. Um, or you, you have an idea of what you feel the need is going to be for this team around the trade deadline going into the playoffs. So that that's kind of where I stand on it um, in terms of, of kind of going outside. And then, you know, in terms of uh, who needs to step up, Peter Rad says uh, on the text line, everyone, we need the same scoring depth from early in the season. It was a goal of Palooza for those first 20 games. And, you know, Peter's kind of right on the money in that, you know, the Golden Knights, it seemed like every other night it was a different player finding the back of the net. And that has been um, that's been a little harder to come by recently. So you're looking at Paul Cotter and Michael Amadio and, you know, Brett Howden, Keegan Colasar, those players kind of chipping in offensively, especially now with Jack out. I think Cotter, it's like a golden opportunity yeah. to really um, make a mark uh, as uh, as his game evolves uh, from uh, different layers uh, and, and adds to uh, his resume. Uh, Amadio's got that possibility to go. Uh, Brett Howden, love to, to get him hot. Uh, I'm, I'm buoyed by the uh, the play of Chandler Stevenson now with, with Mark Stone. Not just Mark scoring, but the confidence of Chandler being in there. Uh, and uh, he was, he's been under the weather, but uh, was able to go yesterday really good uh, that he did too uh, with with that production so uh, I think that the, yeah you're right you're going to need it can't be Marcheseau and Stone uh, mm-hmm. going uh, up, up, and Chandler Stevenson uh, above everybody else Barbershev uh, has shown signs mm-hmm. yep. of, of shaking his uh, slump so there's got to be uh, a, a little bit you're, you, I, I don't think they're going to be able to 
replicate what we saw offensively earlier in the year, but you're going to have to have more help. And I'll just look at the next six games. You're, you're going to have and, – and zero in on that. They've, they've got a couple more games left on this homestand, the four-game road trip to end. Uh, I, I was uh, sort of had it sized up as a, as a best of seven uh, coming mm-hmm. down the stretch here before the, uh, the bye week. Uh, can they win four, maybe uh, five games in this uh, best of seven uh, that, that ends the, uh, before the All-Star break? So we'll see whether or not they can add to it. And I think uh, four out of uh, eight points, maybe nine if you get a, another uh, overtime or shootout loss, uh, that would be really, really encouraging for this team. Just trying to keep your head above water in a really challenging situation. Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll set up hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. Uh, we will also get to our game rating in hour number two and one-timers, news and notes. There's a whole bunch out there from a busy weekend, a long weekend, uh, to bring you up to date on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, who was it? Chapman, you're down there. Yeah. Do you know who asked the question about Brandon Brisson paying the fine because he went bucketless? Oh, I could I, lap? I couldn't see who it was. And okay, don't don't tell me. I just wondered if you actually knew. No, no. You're not allowed to go without a helmet in warm up if you're broken in the National Hockey League after 2020. So that's that's a new rule that's been grandfathered in. But when you take the hot lap players do go without the helmet and then they twirl around for a couple of laps and before warm-up really gets into it they put the helmet back on but mm-hmm. most uh, people are just focused on on the hot lap and they're like how how does this happen and i was i was surprised that that question was asked like, nobody's paying the fine it's just tradition he was out there by himself <laughs> he, he's able to go let's uh, let's do it so uh, that uh, that had me hot and bothered for a second yesterday. Brennan Brisson making his National Hockey League debut. Um, oh, we forgot a player. When we were rattling off all the players that are not available, there's one more. Hmm. I'll tell you about it uh, as we continue. Hour number two on the VGK Insider Show is up next on Fox Sports Las Vegas.